After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask our very own Josh Zolo, whose entire wireless production facility plan lifestyle has been completely revamped and overwhelmed by Mint Mobile's savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash M-O-M. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash M-O-M. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Christina told them, show that's bomb, and we all love listening to it. As a sickness song about my favorite moms, I am also taking a shit. So let's all go down to your mom's house. They're gonna masturbate on your mom's couch. Christina and Tom's your mom's house. It's the world's best podcast. So shut your mouth. Yeah. How about that? That was amazing. Um, oh my gosh. Was that a famous country singer? The famous country singer. Who was that? They don't even include their names. You're kidding. No, that was uh, Benny. I just have his, his uh, email name, Benny. Oh. I think. Well, that sounded as good as any Kenny Chesney song I've ever That was heard. better than a bitch, for sure. <laughs> Way gooder than a bitch. Um, and this amazing. one, this right now is from Michael Holstein. Hmm. So, yeah, you guys... Um, you guys have sent in a lot of music. If you've sent it and, and you're waiting to hear it, um, we have a massive bank of stuff. So, Which is uh, fantastic. It's fantastic, yeah. Ooh. So just, you know, it could be months before your song is played, but it's not because um, we're avoiding you unless you send in some whack-ass shit. But actually, <laughs> actually even no. then, we play it because <laughs> a lot of times we don't have time to screen the song right. first. So <laughs> we just play it anyway. So... Um, yeah, you'll probably hear your song no matter how good or bad it is. <laughs> well, it's usually gooder than a bitch. It's usually, and that was really good. So thank you so much. Um, now, Jeans, where, what, what? This is, oh, wow. This is. Uh, what happened there? Sometimes things happen. I don't know how to describe it. Um, it's not what I wanted to happen. The shit, shit's all fucked up. Shit's all fucked up. Now, see, right then, I uh, fucked up, and now I got to find another song. So that we can play some goddamn music right now. Play the goddamn music. <laughs> play, play the music. Play the song. To, do you want me to beatbox in the meantime? <laughs> Let's see. How about this right here? I don't even know what this is. Let's see. This is from. Uh, See, I didn't even listen to this ahead of time. I don't know what it is. Well, it's, it's from William... It's a surprise. William Heller. 
Um, and we're gonna, you're gonna hear it in a second. William Heller. Let's see, William, William Heller. Oh. <laughs> I like it already. That's good. <laughs> All right. So good. Listen to our talented listeners. My goodness. Pull them up tight. I like this a lot. To your mom's house. Oh shit, I didn't realize. Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky. Wow. Oh, I like that little Indian stuff. Mom? Pull up your jeans, boy. Pull them up tight. Put your red up his shit. I live your whole life blind. Bikes! Next stop, brown talk. You better wipe down. Don't hesitate to listen to their mommies with the crown. Oh, wipe down. Or is it wipe up? Oh my god, seriously, fill her up a sailor shot. Yeah, and I'm impressed. This is, every song is more and more impressive. I know. This is like the kind of song we can't even talk over. Oh, because his lyrics. Yeah. Can't talk over those lyrics. Too. They're too good. But we should definitely play this again. I like yeah, we'll play this in, in, in its entirety. Okay, hold on. God damn it. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, this is I great. love his. What do they call this genre when, it, when they sing like this? Dubstep or something? Uh, Reggae? Man? Everything is Irie. I like it though. Okay. Can you fucking help me out here, babe? What do you need, sweetheart? The song. I like this song. I can talk now. Somebody just sent in like 40 songs. Oh, my stars. All right. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep it gully right here. Talk over this bit. No, I, I, I know. But this is just... I don't want to fuck up this guy's track. Like, he's he's making rippity raps, hmm. you know? So, um... Was that shaggy? It sounded My like go-to shaggy. is uh, this Morning High stuff. I think Stevia. this is all... Of course, now I picked the one with lyrics. Sorry. All right, go ahead. This? Go ahead. Where are you going to be, Jeans? Well, this news you're about to hear yeah. is gooder than a bitch. Yeah. If you haven't heard already, your mommies are coming to Tejas. So Guess excited. what? We're going to do two cities, Houston and Dallas. August 16th, we are coming to Fitzgerald. In Houston. In Houston. August 17th, we will be in Dallas, Texas at the Curtain Club. Yes. Yeah, get her done. Look, you got to get tickets now. Yes, get tickets don't now. fuck around, please. Don't fuck around. And uh, like we said in the last show, you know, bring a friend. Get get an extra ticket. Support your jeans. Yes. Uh, we need you to, you know, bring your own mother, your real mother. Yeah. Bring your brother. Bring your roommate. Bring, bring your, somebody to the show. Your, uh, Let's horse. make it. Bring a horse. Bring your dog. Bring your cowboy. It'll be awesome. So um, tickets are available. People uh, said, where are tickets? I thought we made it clear that tickets are everywhere that we could possibly put tickets. They're on our website. Yourmomshousepodcast.com. They're on my website, TomSegura.com. They're on Christina's website, ChristinaComedy.com. So there's plenty of links up to both shows. Um, just go to any of those sites and 
Get tickets now. Very exciting. All right. In addition to that, mommies, if you're listening now, I am uh, at the Chicago Improv, July 11th through 14th. And then uh, July 18th through 21st, the Columbus Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. That's what's up. Uh, and then August 1st through 4th, I'm coming to Omaha, Nebraska, the Omaha Funny Bone. So it's quite an international mm-hmm. time for me. Excellent. Well, right now, if you're listening, the moment this drops, as you're supposed to, I am July 5 through 7 at the West Palm Beach Improv. In West Palm Beach, Florida Next week, 11th through 14th of July I'm at the Hartford Funny Bone July 18 through 21 I'm at the Toledo Funny Bone Uh, July 26, one night only I'm with Sir Joseph Rogan The Moore Theater in Seattle And August 1st through the 4th I am in Richmond, Virginia Mm. At the Richmond Funny Bone. I'm from Richmond, y'all. From Virginia. And from there, you know, we'll be in Dallas and Houston. So get tickets now. Thanks, Jeans. Um, look. Wait, and, follow us on Twitter, too. At Christina P. At Tom Segura. That's where we usually post updates. Yes. Like and uh, you can also like the fan page on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash your mom's house podcast. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives. The only part that's not so special, shopping for an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, that's where BlueNile.com comes in. BlueNile.com is the original online jeweler since 1999. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They're committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry. Blue Nile offers a 100% satisfaction guarantee with guaranteed free shipping and returns. It's tough to find a place you can trust when you're shopping for diamonds. But Blue Nile is that place. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code YOURMOM at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with the code YOURMOM, Y-O-U-R-M-O-M, at BlueNile.com, BlueNile.com. Well, don't forget also, if you haven't yet shopped at our store, shopped at our store, shop at our store, go to YourMom'sHousePodcast.com, click on our store, get the Wipe Down Collection, (laughs) get maybe the Top Dog T-shirt, get Christina's CD, get one of my CDs. Tour posters. They're there, the high and tight tour posters. The Stevie Retard Retarded poster. (laughs) Extra small posters. Little posters. You could put their Your Secret (laughs) under your big posters. Triple XL shirts. (laughs) Double XLs. Extra large and obese people out there. Shirts that you can wear around two people. That's right. (laughs) Small shirts, medium shirts. All right, we got to get this going. Um, Guys, we love you. Uh, This is a great episode. I think you're going to really enjoy it with our dear friend, lovely person, hilarious talent, Miss Catherine Reitman. Enjoy the show, and we'll see you on Wednesday of next week. Bye, Mom. Bye. 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 B
die, and there's so many other people I'd prefer to have die. Oh my god! What about um, the mean maid? What's her name? Sure, O'Brien. Oh, O'Brien could kick it. My least favorite <laughs> is the bo- most boring fucking character. Can we swear on this? Ah, and burp and for uh, free. I, uh, there's a lot of gas going on. Oh, I can't wait um, to hear about yeah, it. Yeah. Well, what to hear about that? Yeah. <laughs> note. I'll note this note. down. Watch your profanity. We're rolling you now, right? Watch your profanity. Are we rolling on this? Yeah, we're rolling. Oh, thank God. Okay, yeah. sorry, but finish your thought. So. Oh, oh the Brian most boring character it. on the planet is uh-huh. um, Bates. Mr. Bates. Get Mr. Bates out of there. He's so dull. And really annoys me because he never defends himself. Never. He's uh, so prideful. What is, is that what, what it is? is? But but that you, to, at a certain point, don't you go like, you know what? Your pride is bullshit. Yeah. It's like, it's annoying. Grow, grow a pair of balls. Like, I don't feel like Defend you, yourself. like, said multiple times you could even respect a guy like that, right? Where he's like, I'm not going to stand up for myself. I will not. Well, if it happened once and it's like a likable trait and you're like, good for you, man. All right, we like this guy. But it's like yeah. nonstop with the pride and the ego yeah. going aside. But what is the prideful? What is the pride in not defending your own self? There's no, is there pride right. in that? No, it's actually a very weak move. Yeah, it's, it's self harm, it, what Dr. Laura would say. And I've been listening to her all day. She gets it. He's a pussy. <laughs> And also, didn't he have a limp? What happened to the limp? Is it still there? Thank you. I just noticed that. A lot of storylines left untold until a car hits Uh, Here's what I really liked for a moment. (laughs) I really liked when Bates got locked up. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this happened to you, but there was a moment, an episode or two, where I was like, he's a fucking psychopath. (laughs) He killed her. And I thought they were going to go down. I was like, yes. Like I thought he was so great. Yes. Anything to make him interesting. Yes. I thought thought when he got released, he was going to be like, I killed that cunt and got away with it. And (laughs) she was like, whoa. Every time we went back to the prison, I was like, oh, I know. know. Or spinoff show that he's a sociopath. Wouldn't you watch the Downton Abbey sociopath spinoff show? Of course. Where he like slowly jerks off watching everyone (laughs) upstairs. I love that. Can I just, have you seen the creator talk? Have you ever seen Julian Fellows being interviewed? No. No? Do yourself a favor. You will see the worst teeth in all of show business. (laughs) I've been wondering where they are. (laughs) Okay, here's what he did. Here's a classic move I've seen. Tops, perfectly capped, white. Bottoms, yellowy, buttery, super popcorn. Britishy yellow, Disaster. super dingy. Yeah, you're like you're a creator of like yes. Gosford Parks, hugely successful. It's interesting. There's actually not a lot of more fucked up teeth on the show because that <laughs> yeah. they should be. Everyone has like a yeah. perfect smile. They do. That's like the tell that it's they're a bunch of actors. It's so totally true. Mary, yeah, Mary, with a perfect me. smile. Except for uh, Elizabeth Montgomery, is that her name? Which one is she? Uh, Cora, the mom. Oh, yeah. Notice when she smiles something. Yeah. <laughs> You're sheepish. Oh, yeah, if you could good. see it, you would see it. It's, there's uh, like, it's a little kitten that's like just yeah. stuck her tail in her own <laughs> vagina. It's so gross. No, she, it's so coy. She, she she's got the, some dark old school cavity. That's why she seals the lips when she smiles. Yep. And it's a yeah, permanent like... Weepy, yeah. Now Robert. Mm, oh, fuck my And why is she always so understanding with him? I he know. Does, by the end of the season, you're just like, this guy is the worst. He's financially irresponsible. Yes. He's a terrible father figure. He he, mo- he smooches the, That's the lady. That's he smooches the maid. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and the other most boring character in the world is <laughs> the one who's like, I'm in love with him. What's that little Irishy girl? Daisy. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Daisy. Daisy. But I don't I, love him. But I don't love him. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Take over the farm and get the fuck over. Yeah. Take the money and run. Get you the fuck out what? of the house. Yeah. We need to be the assistant cook forever yeah. to that big fat fuck. <laughs> I don't want to be a cook all my life. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Padmore, 
Mrs. Uh, my eyesight. Oh, it's separated. The egg separated in the cream. <laughs> Don't laugh at You can't use a melon spoon for soup. I'm so sorry, Mrs. Padmore, but I don't love him. <laughs> and then who's the guy that she well, falls in love with? Will William. William. And he's dead. Right. Yeah, dead. Oh, yeah. The fake love. The fake love. Yes. Yeah. I don't love William, though. And then there's someone else she falls in love with, but he loves the girl who's incredibly unattractive, but everyone pretends is attractive. The gay character? Thomas? Thomas? No, Not Thomas. 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 She Thomas. loved Thomas first, right? No, Thomas <laughs> is the lust of this new guy. Who looks like a homo, but oh, isn't. Oh, yeah, he's not a homo. And yeah, right. yeah. James. James. Yeah, so pretty. People call me Jimmy. <laughs> well, you'll be James in this house. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's Eyebrows McGillicuddy. What's yes. his name? Carson. Carson. Missed. You Carson. will be James when you're here. <laughs> why? Why? You know, we were on when we were on vacation. We spoke with a psychiatrist about the show. That's and healthy. Yeah. Yeah. He made an. We brought him point. with us so that we could enjoy our vacation. We said <laughs> we need to talk I, to you twenty four hours. I a can't day go a week so we can relax. <laughs> it's very healthy. <laughs> so he goes. You know what? That show is so boring. I go. Well, what are you talking about? He goes. Yeah, because there's no emotional stakes. Get there's, a new psychiatrist. Right. There are so many emotional stakes in that show. <laughs> is he missing? Right. It? He goes. There's I no confrontation. I didn't agree uh, with him. I don't agree there. But he's like, you know, a really good movie like Furious Five. <laughs> is he like a Vin Diesel fan? How is he missing out on the emotional relevancy of the I, show? I think because there's no direct confront. But to people like oh, me and aggressive. Tom, yes, I don't like confrontation. Right. I'm never gonna do it. So right. maybe for me, it's like, <gasps> will he or won't he use the right knife? I don't know. It's <laughs> very... I grew up yes. with passive aggressive too. Did you? Where it's like, it's all through like, but my family was all joke and humor. Correct. Sorry, yeah. not joke and humor. A- anger and humor. Like, okay. oh, you're going to sit there, really? <laughs> oh, that's so you. Like, there's just the joke right under the carpet. <laughs> right, I feel right. like shit no. on it. Yeah. Oh, no. And you never, it was never brought up again. Wait, let's get into this. Hold on. Yeah, we like We got to play our jumps. show open. We always oh, play a show open. Oh, sorry. Go so we got to say sorry. who our guest is. Everybody's like, who the fuck is what this voice is right happening? now? Our wonderful guest today is lovely actress and absolutely just charming a human joy, being. A joy. A joy to have in the wow. home. Wow. Miss Catherine Reitman. Yay. Welcome, Kat. Welcome, Kat. Thank you. And if we might point out, uh, you're the very first pregnant mommy. Yep. <gasps> a real mom. That a seems real so crazy mom. for the real first real mommy, huh? Yep. First from, well, we've had Mary Lynn Rice Cup, who has a child who's four, but to have one that's being incubated right now. Right. Someone's yeah. baking at me at the moment. Knocking on the door. It's so crazy. We have so much yeah. to go over. Yeah. All right. So much to cover. <laughs> Let's start the show. Here we go. Can you turn that off for a little while? Come on, man. It's too loud. You're too old. Don't you like music? Yeah, I do. But I can survive for a few minutes without Arguments. Problems. Conflict. You'll find them in every workplace. Whose side are you on? <laughs> Keith's or Charlie's? How could you try to understand the other person's point of view and solve this problem? Let's see if Keith and Charlie can learn to see each other's point of view. Now I'm asking you nicely. Please, just turn it off. Look, you're usually up front in your office. I'm back here all day. This is my workspace. Could you please turn it down, at least? This is rock and roll. The whole point is to play it loud. Turn it off. No. This shit is big time. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. 
Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. All right. Such a sexy opening. Mm-hmm. You like that? Very sexy. How did you, how to make you feel? All sorts of things. It actually brought me back to the Michael Jackson black or white video when <laughs> Macaulay Culkin was jamming too loud upstairs on his guitar. Yes. <gasps> oh. He's like, turn it down. And he's like, I'll show him. That's right. I remember that. And then he was on the roof of a car all of a sudden rapping. It made no sense. I remember. No it. Sense. And smashing. Black or white. <laughs> <laughs> it's an incredible video. It's crazy these dead though. We're so proud uh, and happy to have you. Oh, we we even uh, dare I say fixed up the place. We took the the dog sheets off the couch for you. Well, mm-hmm. thank you because we knew you're a special person. You don't want to see your uh, filthy dog sheets. I'm in love with your dog. Isn't he the best? I kind of wish I could find those sheets where you put them because <laughs> I'd wear them home. I mean, this dog is adorable. He's the best, adorable. right? He's, He's got, got a good face. The yeah. Fiefernator. I also have a flat faced dog. So it, it's, yeah. What do you have? Does he have an underbite? No. No. no, that's too bad. Yeah, braces. And no, you fixed it. Sure, sure. What's yours? I, I have a Shih Tzu oh. and a Shih Tzu Bichon blend. Is also that how you're supposed to say it? What? Everyone says Shih Tzu. That's not how you're supposed to say. Oh, it. Oh, I just I just love saying Shih Tzu because oh. when you look at him, he's such a she, like he's such oh, a little okay. Chinese ambassador. He's oh, so yeah. serious <laughs> that like my big joke as soon as I have a few drinks with me is like Shih Tzu. Shih Tzu. Like, oh. Exactly, but oh. it's Shih Tzu is fine. Okay, all right. Well, some people we have a Brussels. Griffon. Thank right. you. That a lot thing. of people say Brussels Griffin. Right. If you say Griffon, they're like, what are you, fucking Downton Abbey? Ugh. And you're like, all right. The accents on everything just makes people sound obnoxious. Of course. But real Brussels loves, yeah. lovers, yeah. if you say Brussels Griffin, they're Fuck like, um, do you even know anything about this? <laughs> you're not allowed. They'll take your dog away. Yeah. 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 You have to say Brussels Griffon. Mm-hmm. That's how they say it at the Kennel Club, too. The Griffon. Yeah, sip your tea with your pinky out. Mm-hmm. So I'm. We were just. We were just getting. I mean, first of all, that that would play that intro for conflict. We were talking about conflict. Interesting. In yeah. Downton Abbey. Good job. Mm-hmm. A lot of con- how do you resolve mm-hmm. conflict when your coworkers playing rock and roll too loud? Right. What do you do? Mm-hmm. Do you tell them? <laughs> do you get uh, Keith? I want you to turn that down. Please. And then In I your like house, it would have been a joke. Aggressive. It would have right? been a joke. How about you turn that a little louder? <laughs> <laughs> That's painful. And was it among everybody? Parents, siblings, everything? Well, dad ran the, sh- ran the show. Yeah. And then everyone learned from dad that passive aggressive, because <laughs> dad could get away with it. He was a powerful dude. Yeah. And so we saw him be effective in meetings that way, and we're like, oh. So I was in like kindergarten throwing like passive aggressive humor at friends and they were like <laughs> Wow, that's really crying. advanced for kids. a kindergarten. Oh, I know. Because if it's one thing kids understand, it's sarcasm. Yes. Yeah. Backhanded compliments. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Subtle humor is very popular in telling um, wow. like a five year old like, Yeah, it is an interesting story. <laughs> yeah. It does it does <laughs> a wonders for them. Well and then when the word not came around or oh, not joking. You can imagine how it changed my world. Yeah, so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your yeah. dad was set you up on how to do this. I'm making him sound like such a prick and he was no, such a good dad. But it was uh, there was definitely that's how he I mean he's like not to get super dark here, but he was the direct I mean, his parents were right out of the Holocaust. Oh, for right. Christ. So there's a lot yeah. of like deep seated, like not where Eastern Europe, shit. right? Your, your yes. dad, where is he from? Czechoslovakia or? Yes, he is oh my God. Hungarian roots. Okay, right here. What's up, girl? Oh, yeah. Dude, and because uh, I grew up, my father and my mother escaped. Uh, actually, we're going to have my dad on 
the very bonus. soon on a bonus episode. I love it. Oh, my God. And he was retelling the story of his escape, of his childhood. Wow. From and hungry. Yeah. And I had to fight the tears. Like, I don't know. I don't think you noticed. But I was very quiet. No, I could tell. Because I was like, oh, this is. And I understand that because all that pain and suffering gets passed down to kids, even not, not it's in the blood. consciously. Yeah. Right. It's, it's an unconscious transference, I think. I have a PhD in in psychology, obviously, and that's you're so smart. Thank you. So see a therapist. Thank you. Uh, but yes, you pick up on all that darkness, and yeah. it's it's in there, and even gets passed on to you, dare I say, which is probably why you're funny. Well, I I, I don't know if it's that or what, or if I am funny, but you're hilarious. hilarious. Thank you very much. But it it is transferred that sort of mm. grieving and the not dealing with it. And, that's the biggest, yeah. And then it also was a lot of pressure, like you know, in our case. I'm pregnant. We're having a son, and like, there's all this pressure to have a bris because you've got to like, you know, there's only oh, so many right. Jews left. I'm sure. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. We have to like keep the story alive, and and if you're descendants from Holocaust survivors, there's even more oh pressure, right? Oh my god! No, I remember being like six years old, interviewing my Najmama, is what we called her. Najmama again. Hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, man. I interviewed her for like you know some school project. And she was like, why do you want to talk about this? And I'm like, please just tell me a story so I can type this up. I don't give a shit. You know, I'm like, right. I'm just kid. Yeah. And I caught a glimpse of her tat. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, and it got real. And all of a sudden I remember being like, wait, what happened? Yeah. Why are, are you really cool or did something horrible happen? Why do you have a tattoo? Uh, and then, you know, like she was bald the whole deal. Oy, yeah, yeah both Najmama and Najpapa, again? separate camps both managed to escape which is about as rare as it gets both found each other and got married found each other well they were engaged before they got taken to separate camps oh, it's like a it's like God. a crazy epic story how is that not a Nightmare. film how is that not in downton i mean yeah. up the plot what <laughs> the hell is bates up to so Nothing. emotional state they they are both at the are they in camps oh, in hungary they are both in one is in auschwitz and one oh, is my in life oh my god Oh, forgive me, I can't remember the name of the other camp. If I had my school report, I would know everything right now. Do you but... want me to guess? Just kidding. I could <laughs> rattle them off and we could play this fun game. We could game. play this horrible game. Yeah. yeah. But they were both in separate ones and they were set to be, they'd met, were in love, engaged, taken to separate camps, escaped, and got married. That's, That's crazy. Bananas. And then they escape and go to, what, Canada? They did. They first escaped communism. It's like a long, crazy Mine, tale. Same parallel story. story. And Is that we, right? And then, then to Canada. And then that's to Canada. Where you went? Okay. Yeah. Where in Canada did your parents go? Uh, Windsor, Ontario. No kidding. And my father said when he saw Detroit <laughs> that it was the most beautiful place he'd ever seen. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, he True drove. Story. He said he drove over the bridge and saw this city and these guys <laughs> uh, leaning on their Cadillacs and they had feathers in their hats and I thought. This is where I should have been born. Beautiful yeah. place. He's like, this the is the most beautiful, beautiful place. Detroit. That's how bad. <laughs> is he still in Detroit? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> no, he we, lives here. we moved here right quick. 1980. The whole family was here in yeah. Los Angeles. Yes, yeah. I grew up here oh, in nice. the valley. Yeah. So wait. So what year did they leave the old country? Are we so, talking Hungary now or Czechoslovakia? Czechoslovakia, and then I believe it went. I I don't know exactly. They ended up in Toronto. Okay. Where Toronto is Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the, everyone in Canada says it. Toronto. Yeah, right? Toronto. Yeah, exactly. If you say Toronto, <laughs> yeah. you're like some weird <laughs> definitely tourist. Yeah. Um, like, or do you also say Montreal? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Montreal. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> My mother's French Canadian, uh, right, so she right. would say uh, she's Quebecois. Well, Montreal. Um, <laughs> but yes, they didn't move to LA. My parents moved to LA 
once my dad had like his first hit, he was like, later. <laughs> Peace, <Yeah>. dog. <laughs> Get the fuck out. We each yeah. have foreign parents. You know that? So we, weird. That's right. Peru. Peru. Hungry. A little more hungry. And more hungry. More hu- so crazy. Very hungry over here. Very hungry. Um, okay. How about, okay. So just so in case somebody doesn't know who's listening. Um, so your dad, who you talked about having his huge hit, Ivan Reitman. Yes. Very, very, very well known. Just a little independent film Little guy. guy. He made this one movie called Tiny Ghostbusters. Movie. Never heard of it. Um, Never and then it. that was it. That was the last hit he ever had. And then. <laughs> then he died. And then he died. <laughs> and then um, Twins. And um, Jesus uh, I mean, I'm actually like it's it's actually such a ridiculous list. It's uh, a cool list, it's, and it's, it's a bunch insane. of comedies. A yeah. lot of movies that you know we all grew up on, 80s and 90s, and then some movies that didn't do as well. Um, but he actually just wrapped a film uh, in Cleveland. He directed. Oh, it. Oh, great! Uh, starring Kevin Costner. Wow. Called Draft Day, and it sounds really really cool. I uh, I read the script. Did you? Yep. It's kind of a cool script, right? Very cool. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. It's all about NFL. That's right. If you're uh, super into football, this yeah. is your movie. That's cool. I didn't know he was doing that. I just read it a while ago because yeah. I was I was throwing around. I wanted to do this football idea, and yeah. so somebody was like, "You should read this just to see what like what's out there right now." But more importantly, Ghostbusters. No, Ghostbusters is amazing. But this is it's what I wanted to get the, to. The we best talked about movie this. It's amazing of all time. I would say that that is probably one of the most seminal comedy movies for me. Like I can recite. Symmetrical book stacking, just like the Philadelphia case of 964. You're right, Ray. No human being would stack books like this. Like, everything about that fucking movie is genius. Do you prefer it to the sequel? Of course. I mean, am I not supposed to? No, no, you're absolutely supposed to. I think it's because of (laughs) when I was born. Because for me, it was like in the house, that was the movie that was happening. Two? Ah. Number two was? I was born actually during Twins. That, by the way. I'm sorry, Stripes, 1981. Stripes. Stripes. And um, but the movies that I grew up because you know you're what you're a ba- you're an infant you don't know what the yeah, fuck's happening yeah of course but like the movies that I grew up sort of watching were more Ghostbusters two Kindergarten Cop twins those are the movies that were Kindergarten Cop that's too. when I was on the set being like this is normal you right know? this is life this is normal this is life, life. Yeah. this is normal life it's so crazy when you talk, when you hear about in Hollywood or in like you know television film somebody having like magic touch I mean it really is such a list that you go well he's just got something like uh, a credit to him. Where it can be, you know, a, another hit, another hit. Like it's just hit after hit after hit. It's crazy. Absolutely. No, he's a crazy talented guy. And he's so, if you met him in person, which I know you have, he is so incredibly intimidating, so serious. And the fact that he has this like kind of incredible inner comedic language, like he really understands how to communicate. Yeah. To actors right. in a comedic way. Sure. But he, when you're talking to him, he's just the scariest bastard. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I remember going home from school plays and him being like, you were okay. <gasps> oh, my God. And I, and I would be in the back seat like, <sighs> okay. Oh like, God. Really? Oh, you were yeah. okay? I was so old. So he was, was giving you straight up. Oh, I got, I've been getting hardcore notes since. Well, pregnant, like, which is my biggest question. Let's do this. Mm. <clears throat> best thing worst thing about being Ivan Reitman's daughter or having <laughs> Ivan Reitman as your father let's let's do that you, would you believe it or not I've never played this game well um, welcome to your mom's house you welcome to your mom's house yeah. you guys and are the best yeah. um, I'd say the best thing about being Ivan Reitman's daughter is that he's an awesome dad and I'm, I'm not just saying that and especially I'd say in the last like eight to ten years he's grown I think there's something about getting humble you know like when you have everything coming at you and your career is doing amazing it's really easy just to commit yourself to that Mm. and like he was a great father as a kid but I think as the sort of ups and downs and realistic uh you know 
humbling happened in his career, he became an amazing dad. Like in the last mm-hmm. few years, he's been like, I'm really close to him. Mm-hmm. I probably talk to him a couple times a week. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, he's incredibly supportive. Uh, not to mention he's, I, you know, he's really critical of me, hypercritical of me, but he's also, it's given me an incredible thick skin, you know, like mm-hmm. as an yeah. actor, you know, when you're you auditioning, need that, right? I can only really imagine as a stand-up for you guys, I don't have the balls for that, but oh, please. you have to be really strong. But that kind of emotional stripping, my mother's highly critical of me. It does so work. It. it functions good and bad, obviously, because it does, it undermines, it, I'll speak from personal, it undermined my confidence in a yeah. lot of stuff. On the other hand, uh, gave me the resilience to be super confident about things I knew I was good at. That's it. When right? you do nail it, you yeah. na- you know you, you fucking nailed it. know it, dude. Because you it's put a in confirmation. The work. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't you don't ever bullshit yourself. And you know your strengths, and you yeah. know your weaknesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the shit I'm not good at, which is a lot. Like <laughs> right. if I get near it, I'm like, no, I'm not getting near this. This right. is going to be a disaster. Like yeah. I know when to go. This is not my game. And when I do strike something out, I'm like, that's mine. Right. And I think, too, the older men get, like, my dad hit his late 50s, and he softened a bit. Is that it? Is it just the age they hit that Uh, become? Definitely. It could be. My tough uncle, Dave. Yeah, rock biter? No, no, no. Uncle Dave. Oh, Dave. Sorry. Yes, that Dave. Dave. Sorry, I was thinking of your other evil... No, but not but evil. uh, not evil. Crazy. Jesus, no, he's just crazy. He's a little hard. He's killed a lot of people. But yeah. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> but Dave, I always remember just being like such a tough guy when I was a kid. Like he just seemed, you know, just rough around the edges. Now, like Catherine would walk in the room and he'd be like, "You're pregnant." Beautiful. Like just yeah. he cries all the, emotion, the time, and I'm like the emotion that happens. Yeah. They're such easy criers. Such easy criers. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now that my dad cried during the movie um, Dreamgirls. Oh, okay. really? Yes, and I could not stop laughing. I, I thought was, you thought I thought you just said Showgirls for some reason. Showgirls. Show <laughs> that would be so yeah. much Which better. Part Elizabeth Berkley. Like, yeah. uh, start the start to finish. Yeah. Obviously, Christina. No, the, the part where she's like, "Liz, uh, what's the big show stopping number?" And I'm telling and you're you, you're gonna yeah. love me. That's right. All of a sudden, yeah. I hear. <laughs> and I look over, and my dad's gone. Really? And he pauses the movie because we're at home, and he gets up and goes, "I just, it just, it hits me when something's beautiful." Wow. And I was like, this would not have happened 10 years ago. No. No. Just way tougher exterior. And did you go, did you go, you fucking faggot? Did you punch him in the arm? (laughs) I punched him right in the dick. I punched him right in the dick. Good call. No, that's the other part is when my dad starts crying. (laughs) I start crying immediately when I see my dad crying. Oh, of course. 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 Something about it. I'm like, oh, everything's done. Now, one I I don't see cry is my top dog, my dad. No. I don't see him cry. I don't think he has He's not a crier. No. Is he tough? Yeah, he's not. Way. He's not like a hard ass dude to be around, but he's just not very emotional. Yeah, disconnected. Well, a little mm. bit. Yeah, I mean, he's he's. I love you. Kisses me. Hugs me. So he's like, he's not like a cold person at all. Right. But I. Is he very life, religious? He's pretty religious. In my life, I've only seen him cry a couple times, and it wasn't wow. and it wasn't like heavy crying. It was like a tear I, accidentally fell. Yeah, he doesn't cry a lot. Definitely. When you do see him cry, are you rocked? Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I remember so hardcore when his dad died. I remember being in his room in Minneapolis where we were living at the time, and like he he had you know a tissue. He was crying. He was crying because his mother was alone you know he's like the worst part about this and i was like she's and i was a little kid i was 10 years old so 
Yeah, that really. I hate was when crazy. They, I hate when they cry. I just oh hate it. Oh my god, parents it's too are. much. Just be parents forever. Yeah. exactly. Stop I being like people. It. Yeah, you know? I don't want to get to know that your flaws. It's too much for yeah. me. Yeah, wait, I we got. I know we got to explain. The, I'm doing a horrible job of explaining the backstory. Mm-hmm. How I even know Catherine. Mm-hmm. Catherine and I uh, know each other uh, over 10, 11 years. Wow. No, yeah, ten years, ten eleven years now. Uh, two thousand and two. Yeah, so that'd be eleven years. Uh, we did Groundlings together. Yes, and, and yes, and make some choices. Do your space work. And I was telling Christina the other day. I look back at like those those first class group people, uh, the few that I still um, you know keep contact with, which is yeah. very few. But with like the kind of fondness that you look back on, like college. Oh my god! You know, well, friends. it wasn't a particularly special group. It was a special group, and I was Tom telling her. Tom is just so. Funny, Christina. I mean, always. I've never. Oh, he's always funny. I know, oh, guys, but guys. he was. I was dating a guy in our class. Oh, I think I know who. Yes, mm-hmm. and of course we were very in love, and everything was great. But I think that Tom was the one guy he was jealous of because every mm. time Tom got up, I would just lose my shit. Tom mm-hmm. is just so fucking funny. Oh yeah, he's been funny since you the guys. beginning. Even in stand-up, I used to run a, an open mic back in the day. I would always have him close out shows. And this is like two years into stand-up when all of us were just flailing. Right. Do you Segura. still do this, uh, the middle finger? Not to you. That was to the car behind oh, you. No, that's that an old one. But you know my old stuff. That was I, old. Tell people, I tell people yeah. that joke where I'm like, I flick someone off and they honk and I'm like, well, it was a great stand-up guy. <laughs> Thank you. No, we had a really great class and a camaraderie. Yeah. And, and that's actually... How I got to know you and your family, like to, more to you saying that you have uh, great parents. I mean, like I remember, no matter what was going on, when you had a birthday, there was a birthday party, and your your They're dad so could be supportive. in yeah. Vancouver, and he'd fly down and yeah. like be there, and your and your mother and your sister were all at, like I I, st- I still remember birthday parties were like a big thing, and like and everybody from the class would go to your birthday party. So it was like for me being a new person in L.A., it was like a new. Like, it was the only group of people I knew was just from going to Groundlings. Like, right. I, I didn't know anybody in L.A. Nobody. So Yeah, it's weird when you go, like, because I think that's actually a very L.A. thing. Is that sure. the family still, because you know, you grew up here. I did, yeah. Did your family, like, come to all the events? Like, <laughs> were they very, like, involved in everything? No. <laughs> really? Are you kidding me? Ugh, <laughs> oh, you're lucky. You gotta meet my family. No, no, actually, no. Uh, you know, my parents were just trying to hold it together, I think. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they came to this country, and they were just trying to make shit work. Right. But uh, I was going to say to you that, you know, I grew up in the San Fernando Valley around a lot of kids whose families were very famous. And I have to say, of of all of them, you guys are probably the most balanced that I've witnessed. I think I went Thank to one you. Mad Men party you had ages ago. Yeah. And I met your mom, who I like loved. And I thought, God, these people are fucking pretty normal for show business. You well, guys. They're Canadian. Okay. They're very Canadian. Is that I what think. it is? I, I think so, because we grew up around a lot also of, I guess, famous people and their kids. And I thought most of them were assholes. Total. Well, this I mean, is... I went to boarding school to get away from them. Which one did you go to? I went to a school called Kate. It's in Idaho. It's not. It's in Santa Barbara. Why do? Okay. Why did you well, think it was an idea? Because I know like a lot of kids that ended up in continuation or in like survival camps. I love that you were like I had to get away from them, so I went to survival camp. <laughs> oh no, not I not can that. build a fire like, like you would not believe. <laughs> but they end up getting sent there sometimes. Oh right, no, this wasn't a rebel yeah. move. This okay, was like okay. I got to get the fuck out of here. Why? Gotcha. Why? This is more to the point. Why aren't you an insufferable asshole? Right? Shouldn't you be? I we talk be. about this constantly. I no. might be. No, you're not. Come on. Uh, no way. I, I don't know. I think they're also because there's kind of two roads to take. And my brother and I have talked about this a lot. It's like 
you you already every time you enter a room, right? People have these preconceived notions of, of who you course. are. And this goes back to your game of worst part and best part of being Ivan Reitman's daughter. I think one of the worst parts about being Ivan Reitman's daughter is that people think they know who you are. And not in a good way. Right. So you have to sort of work twice as hard. Spoiled I mean, it, fucking asshole lady that just came in the room. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think you have to if you if you care, which I mean Listen, there's a reason a lot of them become drug addicts, kids of, and a lot of Absolute. them just become most, assholes. Most I grew up with. Because they're like, fuck junkies. it. Junkies, yeah. Yeah. But if you, you know, if, if you're a hard worker or if you want to be and you want to earn your own spot outside of the shadow that is your father, you know, you have to sort of work twice as hard and prove that you're a good person and be humble. And sure. But the, you, you did a good job. I mean, it seems Thank like, you. and you're, um, that, that's credit to them too, right? They, uh, to, your, to your parents. They must have done. They didn't let Absolutely. you guys be. No, they were fantastic. Like back talking shitty. No, you know. I was called a smart ass almost every single day growing up, and uh, I don't think I was that bad. Really? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. and I think too that you guys actually work because I know a lot of kids when they grow up with money or whatever they they uh, it always killed me. I'm gonna be fucking honest here. When I grew up, I grew up kind of working class. My dad's a forklift mechanic and. And I, I grew up around these kids who just seemed to have so much. And they never had to earn and they anything. Fucking, no, not only that, that. Obviously, yes, I'll be honest. I always had animosity towards those kids. Jealousy, absolutely. But what always killed me is that given all that, they never did fuck all with it. They never. Right. I knew kids that had so much wealth, they never went to go to college or never traveled the world or never started right. any businesses. And you're like, dude. Uh, I know so many of those kids Right, too. like what I wouldn't give to have. And But it seems like you and your family and you and your brother, you actually did something with, with the tools and the, the advantages you were given, which is a testament to your family. That's like, a huge how did compliment. That, Thank you. Well, I give them. Now, how did you guys... How are you different? I still don't understand. I don't know if I can wrap my head around I don't know. It. Maybe I can't totally wrap my head around it either. Yeah, because you're in it. You lived it. So I, like- I can say, though, that I have witnessed, like, there is a, like, an, I'm, I'm unsatiable as far as, like, I never feel like I've earned something and it's truly mine. Mm. Like, I just bought my first house and I worked my ass off to get it. Mm-hmm. And I've been working since I was 15. And, I mean, not to say that my parents haven't been sensationally supportive of me, because they have, but you never feel... Like anything, like if I book a job, if I, if someone compliments me, I mean, you always feel like you, you never quite feel worthy of it because there's so much uh, predetermined judgment that comes with it. Why you think, you think people are assuming, what's the, what do you think people are assuming? Well, that you're like a spoiled asshole or that untalented or not hardworking. You didn't get this, you didn't get this because you deserve this. You got this because you're a Catherine Reitman. That's right. And you know people fucking. And the coolest part about all of this is that I'm, I've been married for about five years, and now I'm watching it happen to my husband. Very handsome man, by the way. Incredibly handsome. <laughs> yes. A good Jew. But people truly, like, they're like, oh, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> oh, you got that because you're Catherine Ryman's husband. Oh, right, right, And right. now he's getting it, right, and he's, like, what he's just, fuck? he's in full, like, flip-out mode sure. over it. And I feel like, oh, he's like, you know, 25 years behind me on it, so I'm like, oh. oh. Yeah. It's like I'm giving him therapy <laughs> on it. Because really he's producing stuff. Right? That's right. And yeah. he just directed his first project. What? I didn't know that. Yes. And uh, I think it's a lot of pressure on him. And my sure. dad came and watched it. Oh, oh no. Life. I know. Was that a stupid move? I oh, mean, my God. He was God. supportive, but he was really critical. Was he, did he make a works. short or like a TV thing no, or a he feature? Made a sitcom. We wrote a sitcom together and we shot it and we oh, raised money for it and we did oh, the whole thing. Life. And uh, <laughs> it took us about two years to make. That's incredible. And my dad sat down and watched it in the edit bay. I couldn't be anywhere near, of no. course, there. 
And uh, he was he was very critical of it. Mm-hmm. He thought it was great, and he gave us all this great feedback. But he also definitely criticized it. And Phil came out of it shaking, like wow. he like shook his hand. He was like, "Thank you so much." And I mean, they had this great relationship, thank God. But afterwards, I remember looking at Phil and being like, "Oh, you didn't get this that when you were he didn't because his parents yeah. are sweethearts from Chicago. Of course, mm-hmm. they didn't give him criticism." But the best like thing ever, the best thing, like the best thing ever that like the invaluable, like you can't even. Uh, begin to wrap your head around how valuable it is to have your dad tell you here's what is wrong or what what I think you should change or what I would fix or the flaws that is like that's a million dollar bonus it is to it have that right because he's he's very tainted when it comes to me and well, there's like you. sex okay. scenes it's like an HBO type of show oh, I got you so he definitely watched it and he was like what are you doing stripping in it yeah <laughs> like he's he like I think he definitely had a lot of issues with my character yeah he didn't understand why my character did a lot of things. Uh, I see. It's, I see. Because it's his daughter. At the end of, of the day, right. it's his baby. Of course. No, I understand that. <sighs> but I still so think crazy. that like anybody that shoots something, one hundred percent, to get to get that feedback and have it be honest, not like oh, I love it. Like to have somebody be like, "Here's what I really think." That that is credible. It's amazing. Right. That's an amazing. Yeah, thing. it does have to be hard. I mean, I can't imagine. I'm thankful that my parents don't really get what I do. Like, no matter what I accomplish, then I don't really give a shit. Like, I think it's that's not... amazing. <laughs> it's like they those parents. Care. They're like, what? "You did what? Oh yeah, yeah. amazing." <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, oh no, 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 I don't get that. I just get like, "What?" Like when I when I became a writer on Chelsea Lately, that was probably one of my big show business yeah, first it's jobs. Huge. And they're like, "What is Chelsea Lately?" I go, "It's a fucking show on. It's a late night. It's a kind of a bit ah." Is this cable? Like, they, like it, it didn't make sense that it, it never registers no matter what I do. So right. I'm kind of giving up on their approval. Do you but think that's because of be that, hard. though, on some level, you have to become more self sufficient? Yeah. Oh, from day one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But at the same time, I would love their approval and of I just, course. it's never going to fucking happen. But uh, anyway, to live in that shadow is tough. Now, what do you think of, what do you think of, because I'll be honest with, Fucking Will Smith, you might be friends with that family. I know they I'm live not. in the valley. Did you grow up in the valley? No. No. Okay. Um, uh, he's pushing, it looks like. Yes. He's pimping these kids out pretty fucking it's hard. It's the weirdest thing, you guys. Right. So now you guys kind of got into show business voluntarily, I think, in an age when you kind of could figure out what's what. What do you think of that? I think it's too much, man. I mean, I'm, I'm doing the show for VH1 called Miss You Much. Um, sorry, I'm like dropping it. No, please. No, what are you yeah, talking about? What's the should. point? It, uh, it starts airing July 19th. Okay. But it's kid stars, basically. It's kids oh, we grew up watching. No. Okay. It's the cast of Saved by the Bell. Mm. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's all these people that we grew up watching, and now they're, you know, not stars anymore. And all of them have one thing in common. They were famous when they weren't ready to be famous. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's terrible. And uh, the, I will credit my parents in that I was definitely six years old on set watching famous people being like, I definitely want to do this. Yeah. And my parents were like, fuck, no, you're not doing this. You're getting a college degree. Then you can do whatever you want. Yeah. 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 So that was, I was not allowed to do anything. I mean, I got little like stupid bit parts because I was on set for three months, but I had to get a college degree. And I'm so grateful because now after interviewing all these famous kid stars. Right. And they're all missing a little something. Dude, you can yeah. tell that that Will's kid. You're going gonna to have Will Smith's kid on your show. You, you can tell that, that he's like We're really way, it's way too There's a disconnect that happens. Yeah. Totally. And they never like, I was an incredibly awkward, ugly kid with like more teeth than mouth and you, you kind of need to go through that phase, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be awesome your whole life. No, yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to fucking learn how to get a character. Jaden yeah. confessed, Jaden Smith confessed he, that not too long ago, he had such a problem 
that he was going to Cartier every weekend. Yes, uh. I read the same interview. It is so crazy. <laughs> that interview was so crazy. It's so what insane. do you mean? He had to drown his sorrows in shopping yeah, at Cartier? I was, I was, in Cartier I was out of control. Week. I was out of control. <laughs> I was at Cartier every week. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. It was this mm. interview that he and his father did together after the movie After Earth came out. Yes. Oh. And they start talking about how life is full of rhythms. We, we read this interview. Oh, yeah, on the this show. is the best one. And it's there's the formulas. Yeah, the, yes. the physics. Oh, my and God. Stuff. And you all of a sudden realize like, that when you go into that house, it's just like going into like a drug den. Like yeah. everyone's out of their fucking mind. <laughs> They're in the Kool Aid. It's been crazy. Now, that's, but that's Hollywood bullshit, too. To your, you're around people who fucking believe their own bullshit. Right. To your credit, you've booked so much shit. Since I saw you start as a little miniature actress at 21, and you've done so much stuff. I don't know about that. You have. And then uh, a lot of people know you from Sunny as Maureen Ponderosa. Dead Tooth. Dead Tooth. You've done a number of episodes. But I think what you're most, most known for is uh, that episode of Frank Advice that you did. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. You mean the peak of my career? (laughs) The Oscar moment of your career, if you will. Do you know that's one of the favorite things uh, that Philip has ever seen me do, though? Really? He always says, he's like, there's something about it. He's like, I just love, he's like, I love you in it. He's like, I feel like Tom showcased you well. Yeah, you were great. So to the people who who don't know, um, if you go to my YouTube page. It's just the funniest show, you guys. uh, Tom Segura. um, You can see Frank Advice. And the whole idea was I wrote like 10 of these. And that was like just one of the episodes. But I was like, if I can only shoot one, which at the time I could only shoot one, I picked that one. And I asked you to do it. And you said yes. And you were fantastic in it. Oh, that's awesome. And now I have a company... That said they want to shoot a whole series. That's right. Um, but they don't want me to play that. They're like, we just want you to be yourself. Stop being this Which character. I think is a really good call. Yeah, that'll be fun. So that'll be good. Um, the character stuff, people don't seem to respond to. It's, yeah. like, we, it's like people are too smart. And yeah. they want an authentic person. They're like, that's not real. I yeah. want to see who he really is. Who he really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy actually told me in the first meeting, I don't know if I ever told you this, he goes, um, I really like this thing. You know, we'd like to, we don't want to do it like this. We want to make it more grounded more real like not not have it be where each episode is just a setup to you going on one of these rants just have it be more of a real story i was like that's cool and he goes and you know i mean i don't know maybe you've become a better actor since th- you shot this so you have oh, a better job no. I, was like, <laughs> I was like jesus man i thought you were actually very natural in it uh, you weren't just, being crazy or i was anything. like are you but you are you is this your way of courting me by saying this like <laughs> oh my god you're telling me like i want to do this with you maybe you've become better Oh my god. You know what I mean? It's a weird thing to say. Like, I really like you to be in this. And, you know, maybe you're better since when you did this. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully you're better than when you made this. See, acting's even tougher, I think, because I, at least in the few things, like, I just did some pilot with Lifetime and we did sketches. And I was, I'm not really a sketch person. Like, I'm a comic, I'm a host, I like hosting, but. I remember, act, like you act, and you don't know how you're doing, really. No, never. Yeah, and you're like, was that? Good? Especially mm. when you go on a show that already exists. Oh, I haven't done that one. Well, like, well, yeah, but not as a character. Only, only as like a per- myself. Yeah, is that right. pressure? Right. Like, that's got to be. Yes, crazy. like I'd never seen. It's always sunny. Yeah. And I mean, now I'm a huge fan, but like I got on it, and I remember even in the auditioning waiting room, which I know you both can attest to, is the weirdest environment on the planet. Awful. And there were all these girls that were. <clears throat> I'm so sorry, guys. No, oh, please. It was. God, uh, you I'm so ruining pregnant. I'm so pregnant. God. There was like all these girls that were hardcore fans of "It's Always Sunny" and mm-hmm. like, oh well, you were, you know, if you're marrying Dennis because my character marries Dennis, they had like all these theories on it, and I'm like, oh fuck me, I'm just gonna go in and get out of here. Yeah. And I remember getting to set though when I got it, and I didn't realize what a big deal it was, 
And I, you, but you, you always, you like, fit, you want to fit into them. You just want to like, not be like, I never sit with them at lunch. I always try to like, be very respectful sure, and not be like too like entitled about the whole situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember leaving it and being like, those were the coolest guys ever. Aww. They were just like the most easy, welcoming. Yeah. And well, they had that machine going by then too, right? It's like, this is how the show works. Right. Like everybody, that's the thing about a show that already has its legs. Like, and you don't know if you're being too big, which yeah. I think is why we oh, brought it up. You that's know? my problem. Because I'm used to performing uh, as you are like to a live audience. That's always been my struggle is to like pull it back. Right. I always want to be like, ah! Right. I can't, yeah. When you want, it's, it's, it's also, if you haven't done a ton of work, which I haven't, when you do have a moment to perform, you really want to kill that moment. Right. And so you right. bring so much energy and so much character into it, and they're like, whoa. Yeah. Pull the, pull the ropes back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Be a real person, please. I get the opposite oh. for everything. They're like, a little more energy, please. Well, because you're like comatose. I know. I know. Like, could you Is there like a you? heart beating behind that chest? <laughs> do you want to be in this? I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. Do you want to be? Yeah. Did you, do you want to wake up tonight? Uh, yeah, yeah, I want to be in this. A little more? little more oh always with you volume up yeah yeah and then now now even in clubs it's even in stand-up where we go i go in and they're like um we can't really hear you i'm like turn the mics up i love that turn the mics up man that's what i tell them i'm not screaming yeah i'm not gonna talk louder for you have microphones she needs to go no she told me she has uh we could do a few more minutes do okay okay just making sure i'm looking out by the way i think it's so cool that you guys tour separately and together doing stand-up it must be because it's got to keep the romance alive. I was talking to Tom when we had lunch. I was like, I think it's so cool that you guys get to go and do your own thing. Yeah. And you come back to each together and you're like, how'd it go? I don't know how to go. I've got my own career going on. Yeah. It's very sexy. <laughs> it is. Nice. And you know what's even sexier? Uh, last night, Tom and I, don't want to brag, made love. Good, good, good. And afterwards. Must be easy when you don't have a fucking eight-month baby in your belly. <laughs> Tell me about that. When does it stop? Can you keep going through the eight months? Doing it? You can. I want to hear about okay, your, your okay, night sorry. of love. So you know? we finish. Candles are lit. Beautiful. He rips a fart. you like candles? Oh, yeah. Well, because he farts the whole time. No, I do he not. He ripped a fart. No, and not I only did. that, no, he no, did no. the leg work. Like, he likes to do Wait, dramatics. She thinks and then... that I farted when we were making love. After, While you were banging? After. No. Post. Yeah. But you know what's really nice? You were, you, were, you were nice to keep it in the whole yeah. time. Yeah. And that's what he said to me. He goes, well, honestly, when we came in, I had to fart. But then I <laughs> held it in this whole time. I go, wow, what a, what a dream this is. What a sexy dream. You lucky girl. If you could tell your nush mama. Not even again. <laughs> that well, this was going to happen one day. You're who know? Such a dream, dream boat. Anyway, so can you bang it eight months? My husband's dying to know. Yeah, it's it's, it's complicated. It's very complicated. <laughs> it it's, is. You've seen the porno. It does. It gets... I know. I haven't seen the porn yet. I've, Didn't I tell you? We were talking about this, right? That there's pregnant porn? There's time you for you. You told me about yeah. it, and I have got to go catch it, because most porn makes me crazy. And um, <laughs> well, I, What part? The part that it doesn't look pleasurable for women That the ever? women are always so dry. Yeah. Oh, I know! Oh, that's my problem. It makes me crazy, Christine. Like, Dry, uh, yes. Like, and their faces are like, stop faking it. Like, I need to know yeah. that you're really into it. I agree. Why can't you just, if you're going to do it, just enjoy it? That's and, it. Or use lubricant. Is it so much to buy? I, I don't see what the problem was with buying. Why can't they just use lube? Supposedly. That's what I just said. That, I know, I'm saying. That, but you guys should learn how to listen to each other. Duh. That lube is like on every set. So yeah, like, buy it. Why, no, they have it. They Why have it. Or go down on her for a second, dick. and don't fake go down on her. Where they're, right. they're like, where they're like, Ugh. yeah, exactly, yeah. fingering her with their like jagged nails. <laughs> it's like, stop it. Well, it's that's so why worse. like lesbian porn is actually more interesting because I'm like, I think she might be doing a very good job, right? 
<laughs> I think she's actually up to the skill. Actually gives a shit, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But pregnancy, uh, not porn, but pregnancy sex, to answer your question, is complicated. Mm. I mean, it, it depends on how big you are. So it's, it's a pretty normal, I'm, I'm assuming, for the first few months, right? It's when yeah, you you're kind of good to go. I was until the last trimester, and then he can't be on top anymore right? because he will literally crush him. Yeah. Oh. And you can't be on your back anymore, really. Yeah. You oh. have to be on top. And then it's about like for me, it's like the lights have got to be off because of course you're very conscious of the self conscious of this baby. Of course, yeah. and I don't give a shit about like oh, there's all these ladies who are like, oh, but the baby can see the penis and it's weird. Like I don't give a shit about that. I mm. I am shallow and I give a shit about my husband looking at me looking like a monster on top of him. <laughs> so that's where it gets complicated. But of he course. doesn't give a shit. Of course not. No. No, he's so happy. He's happy that he's got a baby coming. He's happy that you're still having sex with him. Well, and your and hormones just, are yeah. up, so you're feeling it. Oh, so you want to. You want it. You want to bang. Yeah. Okay. Were you sick a lot in the beginning? No, I got lucky. I, got, okay. I, I don't even want to say that aloud, because if there are other women out there who got sick, it's the worst I've heard. And Oh, my life. Yes. Yeah. Is that this something you're thinking about, dreadful. Sam? Well, yeah, I'm pushing 40. I mean, it might, might be time to start thinking. You look thinking. like you're 25 years old. Ah, the, her little baby face. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that you're part terrifies it, me. Well, yeah, I mean, I think so. But it's scary like to think about being sick and stuff all the time. The sick part, I mean, that definitely would suck if I had it. It's, yeah. it's more of like you start realizing when you're coming to the end and you see the light at the end okay. of the tunnel at the end of the nine months. You're like, oh, wait. This wasn't about being pregnant. This is about having a kid and never being alone with my man again. Right. Now you're going to embark on Roommate. this whole thing. And uh, so do you have like a birth plan? Is this too specific to ask about? No, not at all. We're, I, I, I've been saying his, my name, his name is going to be Jackson. I don't follow oh, any of the rules. Name. He, uh, the birth plan is to survive it. Yeah. Where are you doing? Are you going like a hospital or are you going to do some Cedars. Hollywood? Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, that's where my gynae is. I yeah. would do the same. Yeah. Who's your gynae? Uh, Dr. Christine Collins. Oh, cool. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know her. I have uh, Dr. Raven. Okay. And he, uh, my goal is to push him out with drugs in me. Yeah, okay. That's good. That's good. I just yeah. didn't know if you're going to do some f- newfangled Hollywood thing. No, like I'm not going to be in the bathtub. The bathtub. Yeah. No, everyone's pushing the doula on me, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's coming back in the retro stuff. Of, yeah. Like, just so natural. Just have her come to your house. And you're like, nah. There's this crazy. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. There's, There's always... a crazy Ricky Lake documentary called I've the seen it. I've seen it. Where the, she, like, dumps out a baby in afterbirth <laughs> while standing, and you're like, fuck! No! I don't. Never mind. I don't want him anymore. So it's really scary. It's I daunting. Yeah. Placenta. Yeah. Placenta. So what overrides all the, the fear and the horror? Just like, oh, I'm going to have this happy baby, right? Like, I was telling you Tom, think? you actually start getting so physically uncomfortable oh. that it overrides the fear and you go, fuck it. It's got to be better when he's out of me. Gotcha. I want to okay. meet him. I need, I need my life back. Gotcha. I need to be able to lay on my back. Like you can't sleep anymore. Oh. When does that start? Do you remember? Mm, about a month ago, like seven months. Oh. Do you remember Maria? Who's like, I want to fucking murder she people. She was so funny, yeah. I want to fucking kill people She hated time. everybody. Who's that? Sister. My sister. The, this, oh. This is Fuck dirty and disgusting. That's her. <laughs> uh, she had rage. <laughs> this is her talking her. This is her. Oh, wait, oh, this is her talking about getting a latte. I don't want that. I just want the topping part. The little... Like, you put whipped cream on as a topper. If right. I ask for a lot more whipped cream, are you going to charge me for a fucking latte, too? Right. Some more. You have to push the button for the whipped cream to come out. Now, my, <laughs> now is that a latte? Because mm. she had to push the fucking button that says steam milk, mm. she decided, oh, it's a latte. Mm. And I know I don't work at Starbucks, but I think I frequent there enough to know. You definitely frequent it enough yeah, to I know. Yeah, I do. 
My favorite part of this is Christina's reaction. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You are you are a healthy woman. Well, you, are, you know what that's what? from? Groundlings. Groundlings. Yes, yes, and. yes and the shit with, out of that. With Maria, you always. Help yes, it along. Yes. Maria, do you like working with Dominicans? You worked at a number of, right. a lot of places. So the last place that I know in New York that you worked at. And Tavern you, on the Green. Well, there's a lot of uh, Dominicans and Puerto Ricans working under you at that one. Was that that no, one? Oh, my God. No. Thankfully, no. Thankfully, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, no. Thankfully, no. Thankfully, no. Wow. Oh my we God. had her at Thanksgiving a few years ago. How was that? And she was preggers. And... Um, Right, she was pregnant during that. She one. was, and she was just so in a rage. And Her hormones. We had were other friends over who didn't, yeah. and she was like just like this. And my friends deemed that uh, hates giving. They're like Jesus, <laughs> but she was just slamming everybody. Yeah, <laughs> hilarious. Oh, God Jeez. bless her. Every family needs one. Yes, of course. Yes. Oh hell, she yes. She's hysterical. Of course. All right, um, we we do. I want to wrap. Um, uh, cat, so she can get out of here. I, 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 you told me last, wait, not even last time, like a year ago, that nobody calls you cat, right? Everybody calls you Catherine. It's a blend. People okay. who knew me, like when in my early twenties, call me Cat a lot. Okay, mm. but I, you guys I'm listening, you fucking call her Catherine. Um, <laughs> That's right. Damn it. Uh, what is your Twitter? Can we give away? Yeah, your Twitter? of course. It's at uh, right Catu. Catu is my mom's French, and they don't have Kathy; they have Catu. Oh, I like that. Oh, it's so it's R E. It's at R E I T C A. T-O-U. I'm so impressed with you okay. right now. Je n'ai pas les pas français. I watch oh. her new show on VH1. Uh, I miss you much. It? Miss you much. July 19th. Okay. That's okay. coming out. It's just yeah, I cool. know. Oh. About to start oh. a very pregnant press tour with that bad boy. Oh, no. And, um, very big. Another season <laughs> of Sunny got ordered or picked yes. up, right? They're doing another. So maybe, yes. you'll, maybe you'll be... Maybe Dead Tooth Maureen might come Ponderosa. back. She has big fake tits now, though. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. Who knows what will happen next? <laughs> That's exciting stuff. That's <laughs> very exciting stuff. Very exciting. Um, thank you so much for Thanks coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks Pat. for having me, guys. This was a lot of fun. We do it again, and and um, you know when Jackson has a nanny, just fucking drop him off. I and can't wait over. for that. I just can't wait to leave him somewhere with a. <laughs> A Puerto Rican and, <laughs> or a Dominican. It's going to be hard me. to find an L.A. Puerto Rican. Uh, or a Dominican. True. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Thank, Thank God. Thankfully, Thankfully no. no. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. no. God bless her. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, Mommy.